Peace and shalom, everyone. This is Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitney, not your conventional minister. And today I'm bringing, I'm reading to you. I'm going to read to you the fourth chapter of my book, Looking for Self in All the Wrong Places. I've been told the book is like an instruction for your life or like a dictionary for your life. So I hope you enjoy it and go and purchase books so that you can read it in its entirety. The Roaring Lion. The next stop along the road is the Roaring Lion. In the background, there's a sign that says, don't eat. If it can make a sound, it would make the sound of a crow. The subliminal message is so powerful. It says, don't be at peace. Don't be calm. Instead, remain agitated. Just look at all the effort we exert every day. An examination of the commercials we entertain every day will make it plain. Look thinner. Look younger. Change your hair color. Or what about an extreme makeover? If you aren't happy with yourself, just cover it up and wear a mask. Whatever you do, just remain stressed. The tin man notices a Roman eye inside of the statue. The lion is hiding inside the stone statue. What is that lion hiding from? It reminds me of Adam hiding behind the fig leaf in the book of Genesis. While they were examining the statue, the lion breaks through the statue and begins to sing, I'm a mean old lion. The first indication that the lion was a coward was its roar. My husband, who is a Hall of Fame martial artist, insists that a skilled martial artist is humble in spirit. The fighter who brags and exerts an excessive amount of energy is still in his beginning stage of growth. A truly wise person wouldn't boast of his wisdom. He will be humble in spirit. Only crows boast. A true master of anything doesn't have to prove himself. His countenance speaks louder than his words. If the lion was aware of his inner strength, then his visage alone would command supremacy. So it is with us all. When we truly know our origin and operate from that space, consciously we will walk with our heads held high and our stature would command supremacy because we would be demonstrating from a solid foundation. Examine the words that the lion sings. I'm a mean old lion. I'm a mean old lion. Well, you best not make me frown because I just might knock you down. Sounds like the words of a bully. And we all know that bullies only pretend to be bold. The lion that we're all familiar with was full of insecurities. He wished he had the courage, and it mattered to him what others thought of him, so he pretended to be the king of the jungle. He was loud and was always roaring. He was really saying, look at my form, look at my mask of a body. Only those who suffer with the same sickness of insecurity would bow down to this lion. You don't want to be known as the loudest and the toughest of the bunch. If others bow down to you, it's not out of respect. 
It may be out of a false sense of fear. If God is no respecter of persons, then that is the example that we must follow. The lion continues to sing. If you're half bright, you're detoured to the right. This is the king of the jungle here. What an eagle. I am the king. The king of what? Where's your kingdom? Where's your subjects? Can you rule over your own life? Can you rule over your subtle subconscious? Are you aware that it exists? In order to be a king, you must first rule over your own kingdom. If you ruled within, ruling without wouldn't be an issue. We must all become aware of our own thoughts and give up being slaves to negative thoughts which have been fed to us in our lives. We must begin to make decisions according to Cicero. Never accept any situation. Argue and explore. If something doesn't mean seem right with an issue at hand, don't bury it. Ask questions until you are satisfied and it sits well in your heart. Total bites the lion on his paw and exposes the lion for the coward that he really is. Dorothy runs to save Total without knowing what the lion is truly capable of doing, showing the courage and compassion that she always thought she lacked. You're king of the cowards, said the Tin Man. Even though he was critical of him, the Tin Man was the first to encourage the lion. And he was supposed to be the one who lacked compassion. He approaches the lion and comforts him. The lion whines. I've been thrown out of the jungle. I was exiled. I'm a lion without courage. The lion believes that he was chased away from his home. What he doesn't know is that he was the one that allowed it to happen through his own submission and beliefs. We feel alone without friends and lovers, even though there may be hundreds of people around us at times. Early in our lives, we all feel exiled. The private chambers of the mind convince us that we are separated from everyone who is on the outside of us. This is because we become disappointed when we find out that others don't really understand our wants. This is where the alienation begins. We begin to feel that there is a better place or at least better conditions where peace rules and we can dominate ourselves and be understood. With diligence and searching, we will eventually find that place which we're searching for and that it is within, where we have a special connection with God. Until we recognize the God within, we carry on like lost souls full of indecisions just like the children of Israel who roamed in the wilderness for 40 years when the promised land was only a few days' journey from where they were. They wandered in a state of confusion. They had eyes and ears but could not hear or see the truth. They whined and were full of self-pity, just like Dorothy, the lion, the tin man, and the scarecrow, never taking the time to search their own souls. Peace and Shalom.